Peace be with you. Santana Sankofa here. And this is the second episode of Sankofa Guide to Saving the World. Which update we have decided, the council has decided that the world don't really need to be saved. So big disclaimers and discretions on what I am, you know, even offering here or what I'm even (laughs) saying that I'm selling, TBH. Um, But I have a very special guest. I'm so excited. My first guest. Ah, I can't believe I got a guest this soon. My second episode out. Um, I'm super excited. This is a really great friend of mine who's been so supportive the whole way through. I'm very serendipitous in how we met in New York City. Very grateful for this New York City gang that I've honestly just got under my wings, little baby birds. Oh. I got I got Jiggy a gig today. Like I feel like really? I can. I, one day I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you. I'm gonna get you something. <laughs> hey, Luna's here, the little puppy that made that cameo in my first episode, and hopefully many episodes more. Honestly, love her energy. But yeah, Zoe. Zoe, <laughs> hello. <laughs> please, please, uh, introduce yourself, or I don't know. We could just hey, vibe. Yeah, <laughs> I'm Zoe. I have nothing else. To say. I have I'm nothing. I'm sorry. Homie said no I- pronouns. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm sorry. Uh, she they pronouns. Cute, love um, it. I guess that's know? me too. I'm also she they. <laughs> I'm just a just a gal living in the city. I don't know. I I'm not. Yeah, no, no, I love it. You, right. I was getting some Carrie Bradshaw energy from you just now. Whoa, a girl I do like to write. City. Oh, wow, yes. yeah, yeah. There's some overlap. A little poet. Yeah, shout out to the city um, and to the friends. So this is Zoe. We're just going to have a great, great old time this, this episode. Um, let's start with our update of the week. We both decided that work was something that was really on our minds. So maybe we can just start with like brief, like what's the vibe with work at at the moment? Overwhelming. I feel like I am not managing my time well because as soon as I'm out, I'm just like, ugh, I want sleep. And when I'm in, I'm not, you know that thing where you try to practice presence and it's like, okay, well, while I'm here, like to not feel guilty that I'm not doing any work, I'm not looking at my computer, I'm going to be present the whole eight hours, whatever that I'm here. At work. Yeah. Doing work. Yeah. And then I just doesn't happen it's so easy yeah i'm like not i can leave this for tomorrow do you have deadlines like yeah i do i mean i take care of everything that i need to but it's like doing the bare minimum and i'm in too privileged a position to be able to help out in some way like i have too much power to just let it go to waste Mm, you feel that way yeah and i feel like it's also making me more lethargic like not Trying to balance my time while not trying to at least do something. I don't know. Yeah, that's happened to me a few times. And usually, not to pretend like I'm a tarot baddie, but I usually pull, I think it's Four of Pentacles, which is in the Ooh. Daughters of the Tarot deck I have, the like appraisal, which I think appraisal is essentially taking an inventory yeah. of the work that you've done and it's like this farmer just taking a pause yeah. and just like taking it in but i'll pull it upside down usually when i pull it and that's about like you're 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 resting too much you're not working hard enough like yeah. you know it's a it's a big work obviously all the pentacles are very earth and like yeah base like this realm so 
work is a big one but i do think often about how like i'm here to work whether yeah. I, whether i like it or not and yeah. it doesn't have to look like capitalism it or doesn't. nine to five but but uh, you can't just stew in your own shit either Definitely not these TV shows, which I've been doing. <laughs> uh, that toxic, like, pleasure. I'm like, oh, well. Yeah, like, the it's rest. Fine. Yeah. yeah, I feel like I'm resting, but I'm really not. I'm not resting. The screen time, I can't really count that as resting the way that I be straining my eyes. Yeah. Not on no glasses. Like, I wear my glasses, but just the screen time. Because, yeah. you know, I'm at this point, which we'll talk about in the other podcast we're starting. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Which is, like, I don't know. Right now, I'm calling it Witches Watch Charmed. <laughs> I love, I love. But um I will watch I will watch it on my phone. Yeah. I will I will be like, Oh, mm. gonna go to the bedroom, I'm taking you with me. <laughs> like and it's so like you know, I don't I don't want that like to be the vibe. <laughs> yeah, like on my phone. Um Yeah, I definitely watch things on my laptop, fall asleep to it. Yeah. Yeah. It's bad. Yeah. But with work for me, I'm in this space of new beginnings i just had a work interview which is very exciting and it went very well and i feel like it was the first time that i really did research like mm-hmm. i looked at their website i read their positions i watched some of their program like what they do at their space um yeah. and i they even had a podcast so i'm and i'm in wow. love with it and it yeah. really showed me like oh wow these are people i want to work with and build exactly because what are you creating with your body it's like what you said, oh, I'm here to work. So I'm here to do something. I'm here to... Contribute. I, exactly. Yeah. What are you doing? And the hope is that you find a way to do it which, like, you love and which restores and sustainable, you. yeah. But at, this, at a certain point, I'm kind of interested in the dynamic of, like, what it means to be a community organizer because I'm mm. that and that's what I applied for. And I'm like, that job just screams like anti-rest to Mm -hmm. me like which i know is not true for this specific field and for this place that it would be pray for prayerfully employing me but um it's just it's so you have to combat it but they're feeling i feel like they're combating that energy of like no we run community organizers into the ground which is like every nonprofit. But at my, and I feel that kind of way at my job and at my current job. And I felt like I had to set standards and boundaries with myself. I was the only one who could say like, I'm not going to answer this email at my day off, after hours, before hours, while I'm in my bed. Like, come on, what's up with those boundaries? So that's kind of where I'm at. And I guess speaking of boundaries, we can get into this little game segment, Uh, which is red yellow green light Mm -hmm. what are some of the you know positives negatives like super nose like so basically red let me explain the colors (laughs) um red is like borderline abusive like you definitely don't want to be in a relationship with this person or i guess institution in this case Mm -hmm. um really big like red flags basically Mm -hmm. yellow is like a reason to pause you know snap like oh did you just say that on our third date Mm -hmm. um or during this job interview like that's a reason for me to reconsider and take it slowly and then green is let's go 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 i love it this is getting me excited this is what i want for my own life which is why i'm looking for in a partner and or in a workspace so what would be one of your red lights with work with work um, and it can be something you do or something that they do. Hmm. I guess talking to me disrespectfully or let me not say lying. A lot of people <laughs> lie. <laughs> a lot of people lie. Um, 
Yeah, I guess the disrespect. Don't think that you can just talk to me any type of way and I'm going to take it just because I'm the employee because it's very, um, yeah. you know, keep it professional. Yeah, and I feel like, it's like I will, I'll be respectful, but eh, yeah, you're going to stop at a certain point. No, I totally agree. For me, when I see my boss, I feel like she's impatient at mm-hmm. times and it can be like, that's where the disrespect comes from because homies just want to be on their own schedule and I've definitely suffered from that of like, I don't even want to include people because I want it done my way on my time. Mm-hmm. But you know, you have a staff, you have a team, you need to But be... I think it's also being self-aware, sorry. Which I think is a huge thing. Yeah. And I would, that's an interview thing. Like, second interview, like, let me interview my boss. Let me mm-hmm. get to know them. Like, do I even yep. vibe with how you're going to be treating me? Exactly. Which I didn't realize was so important. Because then how are you going to work together? Yeah. How are you going to create anything? Anything good? Yeah. For me, a red is emails, for sure. Just because really? it's like, especially... People are so rude. That's what I'm saying. Especially so in this world where we do so much emailing. And here you go. Mm-hmm. Um, it's half of how I'm talking to you. So yep. if, I feel like if I was a boss, I would just have to do at least like one staff meeting. Like, hey, y'all, let's just go over like some email vibes. Like, Ooh. I don't want to be that person that's like... There was a way Ooh. how to write an email, and you should have learned it in college. Mm-hmm. Because I even feel like in college, which I just <laughs> graduated from, they were very... Nobody sat down and was like, this is how you write an email. But they always had something to say to students when they didn't write an email professionally. Mm, or whatever, true. right? Like, it was always like, y'all need to be... Don't do this, don't do that. But it was never like, let me take 30 minutes to walk you through, like, an email that will totally make you look awesome. That's true. Because the same thing with resumes. A lot of people don't know how to write resumes, cover letters. Yeah. And it's communicate not that, exactly, and it's not that it they're incapable, but that's a certain type of lingo. That's a certain type of language that you have to learn and adapt. You do. It's professionalism. It's respect. It's a certain lingo, yeah. And especially because email can be so like correspondence. It can be yes. so like give me that thing I need it. Yeah. You have to stop yourself from being that way. And yeah. so for me with emails, no matter what, I try and always start with some version, but I try to get more in depth and like. Just, oh, hey, I hope you're doing well. I hope you're... Yeah, hope all is well. Hope you're in good health and spirits. Like, I always try and talk about health, especially during the pandemic when it's like, I actually do hope that you and your loved ones are doing good. Like, F this job. Exactly. (laughs) Sorry that I'm about to ask you for something. we owe each other? Because we're in a relationship with each other. We're not... Nobody is going to get their job done. Yeah. If nobody is speaking or getting along. And resentful. Yeah. You know? Just not wanting to work with anybody. Yeah. Do you have any other red flags? Um, I don't know, I guess just being opposed to my value system and just not burning me out. Oh my It's spiritually because I feel like you can try to practice discipline, but what are you really using your energy towards? Yeah. Yeah, you understand what I mean? Because it's like, I have to do this, yes. And I'm grateful for the lessons that I'm learning. And I'm grateful to be in this space. Like, I can help out tenants, whatever. I'm in a good enough position to do what I can. But this isn't ultimately what yeah. I'm going to do. So there is a an expiration date. That's so true. Especially, like, burning yourself out for a thing that you don't even really believe in. Yeah. Crazy. What's the point? It's crazy. Do and, what you can and then let go. And we both are in that space because I feel like you work in housing and that's yeah. something that you're passionate about and you're not necessarily on, like, 
the greatest side or I don't know how you yeah. feel about it. I'm a horse landlord. What do you mean? <laughs> I, I, oh my God. I, I really am just like, to my boss, I'm like, you're so harsh. Can we not? Let's find a way. Let's, yeah. you know, I ha- but I realize with that position, there is something. Yeah. I do know how to write an email. I do right. know how to correspond. Out of, like, I have to do something. And I think something I that, yeah. Yeah. And something that work always gives us. Be like, like, yeah. And do you have a time frame for that? Do you be like three years, five years? No. That's I want to leave long? within like a year okay but i really have to work hard because the thing is i'm catching up on this is like personal job. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like i'm catching up on a lot of work that the girl who had my job previously didn't do because she was trying to get fired wow yeah that's a realty but um you know collect that unemployment i get it but yeah i don't want to stay there for long okay but i do want to you know Im- implement some system that will help future people because somebody else is going to take my job and then what inherit all my shit like which is yeah i'm trying to and i'm not, in that same there's position there's nothing yeah like let me just leave it better than i found it that's so true that's how i feel and just move on yeah um something you had said earlier really sparked oh because i was saying that we were both in that position of like we care overall about the things that we work on like yeah. the greater like i work in the church like that's i, I believe in god I, yeah. believe in spirit. I love talking about spirit but um but it's still kind of like uh and yet there's this hierarchy and uh and yes. yet there's these morals and traditions that i don't agree with and yeah. like the system the bureaucracy the system yes the way it's been done is just so uh like you know that's that's frustrating um, so I, I agree. I think it definitely has to be aligned with my values or why am I, even, how am I even qualified? Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, what do you mean? I don't know. Like, especially cause I'm such a specific person. Like to me, I'm an artist, educator, mm-hmm. organizer. Yeah. And I guess I could do all those things for the evil side. Right. If you want to yeah. make it that black and white, <laughs> like the dark side. But, um, but yeah, I mean, like, if I'm community organizing, it's going to be about something I care about. It has to be. Or yeah. I can't even be, I, why am I applying? That's true. But also, it is like, okay, it sucks, but we're here. Like, these institutions, these establishments, these networks are all operating based on some type of um, concept. Yeah. So how are you making that concept come to life? And I, what is my part in that network? I have to like stop complaining and be like, oh, well, I can't do anything. Da, da, da. That may be true, but you can do one small thing. Like, and to and your point. Act of kindness. Yeah. And that's small, what I think is because more than being able to even implement something that like holds down infrastructure in the yes. future. That's a lot to ask for when I leave like, my I'm job. Like I'm making a whole SOP. No, you don't Y'all have to. Y'all should have had this in place. <laughs> right. And I think that's not my job, right? That's not our job. But our job sometimes, the most we can do is just be like, I didn't answer emails like a jerk. And yeah. I answered phones and I yep. treated people with dignity. And like, sometimes that's all you can do. Or yeah. even apologize. Like, oh yeah, that was my bad. I'm realizing yep. sometimes I do People do up. not like to be accountable. Yeah. Actions. yeah. They'll just ignore you and be like, okay, on to the next thing. Right. They'll gaslight you. you. Yep. And that's what I feel about my boss. So many people lie. <laughs> uh, I need to stop. But yes, I, I agree. Okay, we're on red. Let's move into yellow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let's, and move, let's move into yellow. Um, I did thought that was a moon. Again. It's oh, the moon, man. It just tricks you. It's this uh, light outside my window that's acting like the moon. <laughs> it's like, I'm not the moon, but I'll, I'll be something to you. 
Um, Shawty, let me get to know you. Right. Yellow. Mm-hmm. What's something that you're like, mm, pause, like, slow down, like, I need to... Um, that two-faced, like, energy. I feel like there's a lot of that in any workplace. Like, one way in front of the customers, one way in front of the staff? What do you mean yeah, by two-faced? like, I feel... People are always trying to appease one side or the other. I mean, I feel like especially with the world that has been created, it's a lot of binary systems. So I feel like there's always teams opposing each other. Like either you're not communicating or you're communicating in a really unproductive way or, you know, it's just like, I'm not helping you. Like, I don't want to help you. Like, fuck you. Like, you're on your own. Cover your own ass. That's, I hear that a lot. Like, just make sure you cover your own ass. And I'm like, yo, this is ugly. Yeah. That culture is ugly because we should just be trying to fucking help each other. Yeah. Like, is, is it that serious? That's so rare. I think the miscommunication is such a big part of that, too. Feeling like it is all divided is, uh, I feel like another, that communication, but I don't want to be on Slack. I don't want to be on, Yeah. no, I also think the email chain is, like, unmanageable, but, like, I, yeah, I, sometimes I, people are just talking shit. But I don't want to <laughs> be managed by, like, some Slack or Microsoft Teams or, like, yeah. I'll, I'll struggle with the Google Drive one time for you, and if I... <laughs> can't find my file i'm losing it but for me a yellow light would be and this is something i've been battling with like this idea that the reason that your boss hired you is because they can't or won't do the thing that you're doing right but they Mm. and i'm in this position low-key where it's like as an organizer people know what they want but they don't know how to get it and they don't know that the steps and especially how interpersonal the steps are because the steps are not so mathematical that it's like, oh, I go out. It is num- it is a numbers game. If I go out and talk to 100 people, more people will come. If I yeah. talk to 1,000 people, you know, like, that's a thing. But it's so not about the numbers. It's so not about, for organizing, to me, it's, it's not about the expectation. You can have goals and benchmarks, but... These, this expectation has to be a little... Especially if you don't know how to organize. People mm-hmm. are not organizers out here. So when you ask someone to help you organize or to organize yes. for you, there has to be a level of like, I understand that I don't know what we're talking about. Yeah. And people, again, people don't want to act like they don't know. Yes. Or ask questions. And that's something I'm constantly facing for myself. Because they don't want to get in trouble. I feel like that's... Yeah. Yeah, nobody I'm wants to get in trouble at work. Punish, yeah. That what we were talking about—that housing insecurity, job insecurity. Yeah. Like, people don't want to give you that respect or treat you how you should be valued. Yeah, I would say another thing. Surprisingly enough, and this came up in my interview. I'm the one who brought it up because it's something that I guess I do think about. Is like the dress. If I, if I'm allowed, and usually my jobs are not too crazy. When I worked at a summer camp, I was like, okay, these shorts are too short, I guess. But. Yeah. Most of the time, like, if a, if a job is having problems with how I dress, which is mostly good, but sometimes I can be like, oh, I'm feeling risque on my crew at, the, at work energy. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I have that energy where it's like, ooh, like, I'm a teenager. I'm a young adult. Like, I dress like a young adult. I have yeah. tattoos. I have piercings. My hair is, like, all types of gay sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So if someone was like really concerned about like how I was expressing myself or my queerness or my artistry, like I'm an artist, so mm. I'm always going to look like an artist. But as an organizer, it's good because people want to talk to people who look like artists. Like, yeah. you know, so I would kind of be like, okay, I'm not going to leave my job because you like told me I couldn't wear this, but I'm going to think a little bit more about your values and also my oh, values. Yeah. Maybe I need to reconsider like what I'm wearing because I feel like your fits are good for like work, but they're cute, you know, yeah. but they're like... Work sometimes feels very bland. Like, they yeah. don't want you to look local. <laughs> yes. But I try to have fun with it because I realize that I actually really care about that. I care about looking cute, feeling cute. And if I don't dress up, then, ugh, I don't know. I feel, not that I'm more miserable, but. No, period. It just, yeah. It like, it, it's a little fun. Like, I want to have fun with the job that I'm doing. I want to have yeah. fun with. And especially if you're working with people and, like, organizing being that, like, if I look good, you're trying to do something good, if I look good, I'm going out there with a smile. But if I look bummy, I'm still going to go canvas, I'm still going to go talk to people, but I'm not going to be as bright and excited as if I, if I felt good about how I looked, because that's what people are seeing, right? So. It's also just the way that you present yourself, like, oh, I like this outfit, because I feel like what you were saying, work outfits the attire isn't fun like nobody likes to dress that way i'm like the, I mean, the business you, suit needs do, to be abolished yeah. and if you do suit. that's great but you shouldn't enforce that upon everyone because that's not everyone's energy and it, it really doesn't affect isn't. their work so what does it matter yeah just more patriarchy bs cool yeah. okay moving into some more positive notes <laughs> oh my god what's the green what's something where it's like oh if my if my employer said this to me like i'm staying for five years i'm signing that contract <laughs> um dang i don't know maybe five I years think... is too much <laughs> <laughs> whoa that's commitment um For me, if you're talking radical anything, I'm down. Like, I feel like that's what always gets yeah, me. Yeah, like, like my radical. value system. Yeah, if you're... Are we if, aligning like that mentally? Yeah. Philosophically? Like, if you are about that action... Yeah. I am really excited. And I feel like I was. that's why I was so excited about the job I interviewed for, because they're really... What are you creating, though? Yeah. What are you thinking about? What, what do you see for this? Like, how are you seeing how your actions play out and have effect on the world? Because we're working... Yeah, and also just like if there's not that many white people around I'll feel a little better Mm. I can work with white people and I do and I've grown so much from that experience but yeah if this is like a BIPOC space especially if they're cool with queer people like yeah and that's something that they're not trying to profit off of but they're like just that's the vibe and that's who people are here but like yeah those things I feel like the more like the more that they match me the more that it's like and that's why my first organizing gig, which was, like, the worst, knocking door-to-door, trying to raise money. Like, with this whole pitch, getting slammed, going to Long Island, yeah. going to Westchester County. Like, these people do not want to hear about the environment. Like, Damn. you know, but part of the reason I stayed was because I loved the community. Yeah. I was making nothing. I was working off commission. So if I didn't make anything, like, not only was I shamed, but, like, I was, like, <laughs> broke. But I stayed because I was in college and it was like mm-hmm. chill and I was staying at my parents so I could afford to do that. Yeah. And because I loved the car rides to all these crazy places that they would just drop us off and be like, that's fun. 90 <laughs> houses go. I'm like, awesome. Now we're going to move into our second segment, two out of three, you know, knocking the second episode out the park, mm-hmm. Sankofa Guide to Working It Out. And this is our second segment, Why Not? 
So Zoe's going to introduce the why not of this week. So it's a why not do what I want then. Exactly. And can you tell us a little bit about why you brought this segment to Sankofa Guide? Um, I feel like I was thinking a lot about negative thought patterns and just like we were saying before with work and stuff, I just felt really tired. I felt really burnt out. I just felt really, um, I don't know. I, I felt not present and I knew that again, I'm privileged to be in this position, whatever. Like I have a lot of power in the position that I have just, you know, as a human, we all have power. Mm hmm. Um, so let me stop complaining, but at the same time, what is it that I really want? Like, why am I complaining? Okay, what do I care about? What? Because something's not sustaining me. Something's draining me, so what is it? That's so true, and I like that you brought up the complaining, because I feel like complaining is a symptom of feeling like you can't do what you want. Yeah, feeling restricted, feeling... Resentful. Yep. Trapped. Oh, and I hate that. I want to feel free. I want to feel moving. I want to feel, you know, like alive, playful. I want to feel good. How much does it take, do you think, to feel that way? To feel like you're doing what you want? Because I feel like to me, I might make it a big fuss when I feel trapped. Yeah. And I'll be like, oh, I need my space. But then it takes like one walk or like it takes yeah. one activity that's like, oh, wow, I'm doing what I love. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know? I think it's just practice. The more you practice, the easier it becomes. And that's it because... It's hard to build those habits. That is so true. And I know, I knew a, not a lot of uh, what I had to do, I feel like, or what was not helping me, but I was still doing them anyway. That is the story of my life, this Ramadan, of mm -hmm. like, damn, when it really comes to it, I'm not willing to let go and yep. let God. Damn. Yep. I hate to say it because I, I thought I was going to be on the other side, but there are no sides. It's a circle. Yeah. And the whole thing is, like, I'm not killing anybody. I'm not single-handedly contributing to this industry or exactly. perpetuating this violence by engaging in practices. Like, mm -hmm. honestly, putting sugar in my tea. Let's let's not even put the most personal out there because I do worse. But, yo, my ancestors were cane cutters. Like, mm -hmm. so I think... I constantly think about them and I constantly think about slavery, especially knowing that Domino mm -hmm. Sugar is just the name that they turned it into after Haymire Sugar, mm -hmm. which is like, you know, Brooklyn based slave run, you know, sugar plantation companies. So mm -hmm. I'm like, dang, I need to do better. And like, there are friends around me who are like, oh, if there's no sugar, I'm okay. I'm like, if there's, like, they no brown sugar, no honey. And I'm like, dang, I don't really use white sugar all the time. But if there's no sugar, yeah, I'm going to use it. And so it's like, dang, yeah. like, even that is not living up to my highest. So small. I'm not, yeah. But I'm not the one who's, like, funding the past of, of slavery. Like, I'm not doing yeah. all that. And yet, it's about me. It's about how mm -hmm. I feel. It's about me remembering, like, you know. It's you is, punishing yourself. Yeah. You need to forgive. Yeah. I read this thing, um, this line in a book that was talking about, oh, parents hitting their children are preparing them for war. Hmm. And I was like, damn, I never thought about it like that. A but war with true. self, at least. Yeah. yeah. Because it's like toughen up. Yeah. I'm doing this because I love you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm doing this to protect you. You need to 
And also, I'm doing this because I don't. Punishment. And also, yeah, I'm doing this because I don't know how to emotionally regulate myself, and yep. I need to put my hands on you in yep. order to feel like I'm getting somewhere with this. I, I totally don't agree with being hit, but um, no, but they are in a war themselves, so they're like, oh. and I think before to make you stronger, almost. And I've interpreted things. that even from my own like childhood and like mm-hmm. punishment and and fear and all that. Like, I've definitely the war is with myself. The yes. war is. You know, the whole thing of, like, why and not... And self-sabotage. Sorry. That's exactly Self-sabotage what it is. is, like, hitting your soul. Yeah. Why not do what I want, then? Because mm-hmm. I'm constantly judging what I want. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that leads us into that next thought. Like, okay, there, there's the what do you want, and then what is good for you. Potentially, you yeah. could also say what you should want, but I don't know if we want to put the should word, the S word in there. No, I think it's um, lust versus love type thing. Right. Like that. I don't want to say carnal, but I guess, yeah, carnal energy. Yeah, it's so crazy. That I feel like is really gratifying, like immediate gratification and not thinking about all the parts and being present with all parts of yourself. Because I feel like also with lust and not just for lust of another person, like lust for anything that doesn't, you know, that we know is not aligned with our higher selves. Um, Like you're kind of playing a role with it like it's fun and i think it's important to acknowledge and i think it's important to play with but remember that you're like putting on a role yeah because you're em- emphasizing your material yeah like a certain part like it's playing it's a f- the ego gets yeah. to come out and have a have a way with the world i feel that because i was thinking about the lust for convenience i was trying to find yep. something that wasn't yeah wasn't so you know, and every and now it's and a big then, thing. Every now and then, I'll, I'll get an Amazon package, and I'm always thinking, like, damn, am I giving these CEOs my money to like mm-hmm. abuse these workers? Like, immediate gratification for what? And so it doesn't like. And I think that honestly, I didn't want to bring this up, but like the same thing goes with porn, where it's like yes, the moment uh, after, the moment <laughs> after I get that package, I'm like, damn, like yeah. the moment after I bust the nut, for yeah. lack of a better <laughs> word. Um, I feel whack. I feel so like, ugh, yeah. like I got the shivers. I'm like, I got to turn it off. And I always tell myself every time, just to be explicit, I guess, I always tell myself, I'm not going to, after this video, I'm going to keep watching stuff. I'm not just going to stop once I nut. And it's yeah. like, no, the moment after I'm like, shame. <laughs> I can't, I can't even, I can't even finish the video, dog. Like, yeah. I have to get out of there. Like, like, I'm like, gets out of incognito mode, like open yeah. YouTube or something, you know, it's yeah. but who's going to catch me? Who's going to catch me? Spirits That's watching. True. Spirits. Yeah. I'm not getting bolted out by yeah, no lightning. Stop lying to yourself. Yeah. So, but also try, I don't know. Ugh, I'm just trying to try because I feel like. We're humans. We're not meant to know everything. We're not meant to be God. God is God. Like, God is perfect. God is good. Whatever. But, I don't know. There's a certain, you know, type of magic energy that we humans get to be present with and play with and be have the ability to understand if we want it to. Yeah. And then we can create something out of this thing that actually exists that is sustainable and still serves our spirit and works with our spirit because it's a really real part of us. Yeah. We're human beings. We're like godly, but tainted with a little, you know. A little of that earth sauce. Yeah. What about that dirt? <laughs> like, he. Yeah, I completely agree. We're that. animals. Like every other animal organizes and, you know, creates these 
lives for themselves to sustain themselves and just kind of in the material chill. which is yeah, like it's what we got so enjoy their home i'm not the type to be like Ugh, this this realm is disgusting i, I yeah. hate that i'm not about that i think it's so sacred it does not need to yeah. be saved um and i don't need to be saved but i it was something that came up for me in this thinking was like i love yoga and when i'm done doing yoga mm-hmm. i feel so good that yoga high yes. is just like no other and so some part of it, going back to, I guess, that lust for convenience is like, yeah, I could do the yoga and like have to be present and focus on my breathing. And and more than any of that, that's when I'm on the mat. The real challenge is to even get on the mat. Yes. To be like, I'm actually going to do it. I'm going to convince yeah. myself to get up and do this. Um, and I know it'll feel better. And I, there was a yeah. time when I was doing it every day for a couple weeks. And so it was like, oh, yes, I'm on that wave. You can't get me off that wave. But... Mm-hmm the wave did come to an end and I didn't do what I said, which was I'm going to do this every day for the rest of my life. Yeah. (laughs) But my sister really reassured me in that, you know, it's not about doing it every day. It's It's about knowing the tools, knowing the the tools that you want to use and the tools that you have, but that you don't really want to use anymore. Yeah. And I feel like that instant gratification, like smoking, I'm trying to figure out those parameters of like, I can't, I know I can't smoke when I get up. I know I can't smoke. Yeah. First thing I hit the living room, it can't be to find the the J, right? But set boundaries. I gotta set boundaries. And again, those boundaries are hard because yep. if, especially if they're to myself mm-hmm. and nobody else is watching. Mm-hmm. I guess that's a whole integrity. <laughs> I get it now. I never used to get that definition, but it's true. It's like, am yeah. I really gonna stand up? Are you and, honoring your word? Yeah. Which I ate eggs today, so I didn't. I was like, no eggs. And then I was like, mm-hmm. I'm sick, eggs. Which is like, <laughs> I don't know that that makes sense for my body, but it's okay. You know, but, but I, I was, think forgiving yourself can. And I needed relief. You create that energy. I just needed relief from the boundaries. Mm. I needed relief. Sometimes I'm like, damn, Zantan, you're so hard on yourself. You just yeah. got off of Lent. Why are you jumping into Ramadan? Like, why are you acting like you can't it's touch heavy. anything? Yeah, it's too much. And then I want to act out. I'm definitely a free spirit, too. I'm like, oh, rules yeah. are meant to be broken. And, you know, hopefully I break them in a way that gets me closer to feeling connected. Because I think yes. what I hate about the lust and what I hate about the, like, what I want to be doing that I shouldn't really, it's not the highest thing for me and I'm doing, I, but I do what I want then. Like, yeah. so I do it, it's like. But it's discernment. Yeah. You have to find the right balance. But this is what I was saying about lust. We can't judge it because it's a. It just is. Yeah, it just is. Like, it's real and it's there and we need to acknowledge it and just learn more from it. And judging it says more about you than it says about whatever you are. Yeah, And And it's what we were saying before, like different definitions of the same word or your interpretation or your association with it. Yeah, definitely. Um, So I think our summary of this short segment, (laughs) just because we could go, I know we could go forever. It's just like, I guess what I'm hearing is, it's definitely about quieting all the voices, especially yeah. those external voices, to even get tapped into the internal voices, which mirror the external so much. Yes. Right? Every, every voice we pick up and, and keep our own record of it. So drowning out some of that energy to really connect, to discern, which discernment is so tied to experience. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't just study life. You have to live yep. it. And so, yeah. you know, really having that energy of, like, I will discern what really works for me. And sometimes I want to be chaotic. Let's just be clear. Like, yeah. I'm going to throw it away one week and I'm going to say, I'm going to do all the bad things. And then, but to feel that, I, mm-hmm. I feel that disconnection. I feel that like, oh, I don't even want to go up to my altar after I do this one action. Mm-hmm. I don't even feel worthy of, I start feeling yeah. selfish. I'm like, no, I, I don't want to, 
you know, this morning I was like, actually, should I roll up for the altar? Should I, should I leave a joint for the altar? Cause I'm trying to really practice like part of, this is totally another tangent, which does go into interfaith body, but, um, part of my ancestral work is big about like offering food and offering mm. like, you know, especially once my partner was gone for a bit, like I was like, oh man, I'm alone. I'm only cooking for me. Lame. I always love cooking for other people. Mm. Cooking for me, I was like, uh, what am I going to do? Microwave? And I'm trying to not use a microwave, right? So yeah. it's funny that like I just kind of fall back. It's like I'm, I'm not performing for anybody. But then remembering, yeah. oh, I, my ancestors are here. So let me give them some food. Like, yeah. oh, I, I want these chips. I want these chips about I got to give some chips up. Like, it's just yeah. so funny. I'm playing that game. But like mm-hmm. when I fall into a mindset of like, no, like I'm bad or I'm doing these lower things that, you know, yeah. I start getting a little selfish. I start feeling like I can't confront my ancestors. Yeah. They watched me. We were all watching that video together. <laughs> yeah. So what's the problem? Damn. You know, so don't call me out. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I'm glad that I just remember that I'm never alone because sometimes I feel like, oh, we don't talk about this as a society. So yeah. we're not seeing it. It's not real. It's just me, but it really isn't. And I feel like part of especially with the porn conversation because sexuality is so important and I have been turning my sexuality around to be more tantric, more sacred, more remembering like this is not something I have to make sacred. It is sacred. And that's how I approach it. And that manifestation energy and and all that good stuff. So, but it is a fight because every time I'm like, and the fight is interesting because I'm like, get up and go, smoke this tobacco, like Mm -hmm. that is whatever, fill it in with whatever. But the decision to show up on the mat or to not show up is, yeah. like, everything. Any last thoughts? No, you said it all. Lovely. <laughs> so why not do what I want then? Choose wisely. <laughs> <laughs> Great. And I think we can just move into our last segment, which is Interfaith Baddie Report. We are here to interfaith baddies. Would you consider interfaith something you're interested in? I see you out here. <laughs> what you mean? I guess, yeah, people, yeah, what is multi-faith, interfaith, these are different ways of, and people are doing it in a lot of different ways, but part of it being like that exploration of several different faiths of more than two, more than one, Mm -hmm. and kind of using all those tools to collaborate in your kind of lived experience of spirituality. Yeah. Um, I guess, yes, because I feel like I do try to study a lot of different knowledge and then I take what I can and I work with my own energy and my own mind and I create with whatever it is that I'm experiencing or learning or whatever but yeah so I guess I would describe it yeah yeah awesome wow I've never thought about it like that interfaith is I love the word I love multi-faith I love I love faith as a word. It's tatted on my foot. So I just think anything with that, it's like... I think about faith a lot. So let's talk about something that we have been sharing, which is, I guess we talked about it as tech teachers, like folks that we're seeing on the internet, maybe Mm -hmm. YouTube, maybe podcast, which I've been doing a lot of lately. Mm -hmm. Maybe even just like, you know, I got my Miriam Husna on Twitter. I got my Kensu the... The teacher. I got, I got these different people I'm following. Shout out to the oh, teachers, okay. you know, spiritual teachers who maybe don't even know that they're teaching me, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And I think that's the tech aspect mm-hmm. where it's like it's not as intimate as, you know, having a guru that you're working with one-on-one or in community with. So, yeah, yeah I guess the question here says, like, what do you like? Again, like, what are you looking for in, like, a tech teacher? Like, someone that you're listening to 
And I guess the next point is like, how do you grapple with maybe some of the things that like you don't love about their personality, but you don't really get to choose or change? Mm. Because you brought a video to me. I brought a video to you. Yeah. People who we like to listen to. Yeah. Oof. I don't want to like. You don't got to gas anybody. You don't got to blow nobody up. (laughs) There is this one. The podcast that we were watching. Bible energy, sharing Bible stories. Yeah, sharing Bible stories. And I like what the host is trying to do. And I really believe in the message. And I think that their minds really... I can see it. I can understand the process. And I agree with a lot of things. But there are also a lot of thoughts and aspects that I don't agree with. One, because it's just like, wow, oh, I, I feel like I just wouldn't be friends with this person. Right. Because they kind of annoy me, which is fine. I've, can we embrace more of, like, being annoyed by another person and not hating them or yeah, judging no them? Or having that be the only emotion that exists in that space? Yeah, it's hard. It kind of drowns out a lot. To other people. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to be less... I like that, though. Judgmental. Because I feel like... I can be very judgy. And I can be annoying. So I yeah, don't know why exactly. I'm Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm so annoying. So it's fine. Some yeah. people can, I don't know, tolerate you. I don't mean to sound so rude. No. You know, some, you just, and I think everybody. Part of what, just to refer to the same vague Bible mm-hmm. content creator that we're referring to, like, part of what I liked about it, but that also kind of annoyed me, is like the way that she interpreted this thing of modern. A modernization of yeah. the word, right? Yeah. And I feel like we even got to see that with the other the other thing I showed you, which was very cartoon-based animation, very, I thought, lit animation. Yeah. Very modern, right? Yeah. Like, they didn't have that back in the day. So I think that's something that I definitely look for in a, in a space where it's like, are you offering me something not only new to me because mm-hmm. I'm learning and not only ancient because these are spiritual practices of all of our ancestors of eons ago, like... But also, are you presenting it to me with a 2021 lens? And sometimes that annoys me because sometimes these millennials be annoying me because I don't like how we think all the time and I don't, you know, love the things that we think are cool or whatever. But I also think that that's part of respecting humanity. Like, we're not perfect. You are not perfect. Who are you to judge? You don't know anything. Yeah, love the message. Yeah, it's like, take what you can. If, If it really bothers you, then just move away. Move your attention somewhere else. You take what you want and you learn. Like every experience, someone who, the way that we experience and heal and process trauma is the same way. It's like you're learning. Yeah. And I think another thing. I not where I was going with that thought. Another thing that (laughs) bothered me though, just on the tangent of like, I feel like when you approach spirituality and I hope that I, I know that Mm -hmm. I don't do this. People actually have called me condescending. So I know that I, Mm -hmm. a part of my nature is to be very preachy or very like, I know this and I'm not even listening to you, (laughs) which I am guilty of, but that's why I get to be critical because I'm learning and unlearning. It's like, you're just trying your best. Especially when it comes to spirit, we need to start every episode with, I don't know. Yeah. How about that? Because this whole energy of like, high horse i can say who god loves yeah. i can say what god wants i can even use god's like, pronouns oh, your interpretation okay cool yeah but why is it that like it's always interpretation until it comes to like the gender of the divine like that's when it's like mm-hmm. everyone is using the same pronouns which is he him right but not everybody and that doesn't have to be you it just not because me, that yeah. is and you should push for more open-mindedness but you can't save the world 
from their daddy issues. Like, okay, <laughs> that's your business then. And I'm just going to mind my business. Yeah, I like people who are, I also like people who know a lot. More as much as like I'm saying, you need to say that you don't know. You need to also be learned and like. But I feel like learning. You can't just know a lot and stop. That's not knowing a lot. Nah, you have to constantly. But I love a good theorist. I love a person who has backups. And my sister's that person for me. Like they just, yeah. they just can always pull. Like oh, I'm saying this. Like oh yeah, in this religion and this time, I'm like damn. Like always tying it together great great moderator energy and it's not for everyone they're a community organizer like that's a very specific gift so again i think in general like if it's not hurting anybody i do think that there are some people out in the world that like act like they know and because social media makes like everything including spirituality such like a boys club it's like oh like if you, you know, just with money, things with, like, even COVID, people being like, oh, if you believe in COVID, that's why you got it. It's mm-hmm. like, damn, like, are we really trying to pretend like we know something? And that, therefore, yeah. very Gnostic energy of, like, I'm, I, there are secrets to faith and secrets to spirituality. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that I would even categorize them as secrets. I don't think God is like that. I think spirit is yeah. more like checkpoint. Like, oh, it's like an Easter egg hunt. How about that? Where it's like, yeah. the goal is to find them. The goal is not to, like... You know, and sometimes they're hidden in plain sight, and most of the time they yeah. are. The biggest lessons, like, I don't need to trip on acid. I need to go outside and be like, wow, this is great green. Yes. Like, this green of this grass. Like, that's, that's, yes. that's what it is, right? So, um, yeah, those are just some of my thoughts about, like, what I'm looking for when I think of a tech person or a tech teacher, I guess. Like, if I'm internalizing my information. And just to know, because mm-hmm. it's so it's so sensitive, because it's everyone's personal experience with spirit. Yes. I'm not always going to agree with the people that I even really look up to. That's true. And that's fine, because that's a whole life. Like, really think about who you embody, what you are embodying. Yeah. This vessel. That's a whole... That's happening that's a whole so many times perspective. over. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I'm just like, oh, you know what? I'm just going to do my part and like chill and let go of the rest because there's only so much you can do again you are not god yeah it's take what you like take what you like leave the rest yeah it's probably a god job and also and i think you can't take it personal i don't know when you and acknowledging that yeah. so many of these words have triggers really like cool. yeah. to me i'm using the word god and i'm like i'm slowly transitioning out of using the word god yeah i always think god will hold, have that like man you've been there for me word for mm-hmm. a long time i don't know why you don't really make sense as a word but you know, it's 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 a failed attempt sometimes, or it's it really holds people down. People love yeah. the word God, and I definitely, you know, I, I I lean into it as well, and it gives more of a personality. Bet, but just to steer us back on topic, <laughs> I always get a little loco with the God talk. Um, yeah, any last thoughts you have with? Yeah, I was just um, saying that I think it's like media youtube isn't meant to be a mega church like there's not meant to be one institution monopolizing the industry the networks whatever it is and i feel like as long as you as long as you're trying to learn you'll find something that just kind of like helps you along the way Mm -hmm. that doesn't necessarily mean that you're stopping there but like at that moment you were there meant to receive that message something that resonated with you something about the words that they chose and like the way that they told a story or the way that they presented a concept, that's what, you know, gets your mind thinking. Yeah. And then understanding and then becoming self-aware and being like, all right, well, what the fuck am I going to do with this body? True. 
And that was very interfaith of you. And I guess, yeah, just for me to close out, I do believe that the key to interfaith is intuition. Yes. What does resonate? And how is this all not conflicting in story, but like how is this coming together in story to really tell that one large story that is of of who we are and and what we're doing here and and all those big questions. So, yeah, man, blessings, the circle of life, you know, cue cue that old version of of the Lion King. I don't know why I'm ending (laughs) up. I don't know why I had to go deep into that. But um, thank you so much for hanging with me and for doing this with me. Like, it's so much better with another person. I'm not going to lie. And, yeah, my honorary first guest (laughs) might have to bring you back when it's, like, celebrating that first year. Yeah, when I learn how to do that intro. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see. We'll compare the intros soon. That'll be good. But, yeah, thank you all for listening and for sharing this time, especially if we made it to the end, you know, but always here just to continue offering sweet little tools on, on how to save the world. Again, not sure if it <laughs> needs it, but we can sure try. How to um, save your world. Yeah, we'll be saved in the process <laughs> for sure. Blessings, peace to your loved ones, and you can always find me on social media at Santana Sankofa. Bet. Bye. Say bye. Bye. <laughs>